0: Hi, and welcome to Better Than New, the podcast to help you find a cool used car, truck, or SUV at a price you'll love. I'm Gary Crenshaw, host of Better Than New, but more than that, I'm a storyteller. And the stories I tell here are really focused reminders that highlight interesting, fun to drive used vehicles still available at affordable prices. In a world where the average new car costs more than $48,000 and the average used car costs more than $27,000, an affordable price truly matters if you're looking for something fun to drive on a budget. And the focus of today's segment is on a car from Mazda that's a performance bargain because very few were made and the average person likely doesn't remember this car ever existed. And I'll tell you what it is and why you might like to have one in just a moment. So hop in, buckle up, and let's go for a drive. So while today's episode will focus on one particular car, it's also about being open to possibilities. Like the possibility that a less known but still really interesting and desirable vehicle that could be perfect as your next used car might pop up for sale on Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, Auto Trader at any moment. You simply have to, A, know what to look for, and B, be open to the idea that this could happen. If you do that, the next time you search for a used car, you might be surprised by what you find. Now, in many ways, that's the idea behind this podcast. Each week, I remind listeners about interesting cars and trucks they may not have thought of in a while, like the somewhat rare Ford SVT Focus from Episode 17, or the likely more rare Isuzu Amigo slash Rodeo Sport two-door SUV from episode 21 that makes a pretty decent alternative to the Jeep Wrangler for those in the know. Now, both of those vehicles are great, but I would assume most used car buyers have probably forgotten about them over time. People are busy, they tend to think of only what's right in front of them, typically new cars, but these are still great as used vehicles and are still fun to own and inexpensive to purchase just like the vehicle that's the focus of this episode. So earlier this week, I was cruising through Craigslist ads in the Pacific Northwest and came across a used car that was really intriguing to me when new, but I hadn't thought about in a long time. It was from the early to mid-2000s, an era when almost every manufacturer was using their small front-wheel drive coupe or sedan offering as a base to build a high-performing, better-handling, sport compact version of that same vehicle. So think of cars like the Honda Civic Si or the Ford SVT Focus that I just mentioned. Those cars benefited from engine tweaks for more horsepower, along with upgraded suspension and brakes for better handling and braking. And cars like the Dodge Neon SRT4 and the Chevy Cobalt SS went a step further, bolting on a turbocharger or a supercharger for even more power to go with their sporty looks, handling, braking, and performance. And what about today's car? Well, it does have a turbocharger, but it has horsepower and handling that's more on par with the normally aspirated svt Focus hatchback, but in a four-door sedan body style. And unlike the other vehicles mentioned, this car was basically a one-year wonder from Mazda that put an exclamation point on the final run of their small four-door sedan known as the Protégé. Yes, I'm talking about the Mazda Speed Protégé from 2003. And if you're not familiar with it, you should be because it's a truly special little car from a manufacturer known for making special and sporty cars. Now, the typical car geek tends to remember Mazda Speed-badged vehicles like the Mazda Speed Miata from 2004 and 2005, and the Mazda Speed 3 sold in two iterations, one from 2007 to 2009, and the second on an upgraded body style from 2010 to 2013. However, for some reason, the Mazda Speed Protégé, which is, surprisingly, the very first Mazda Speed-badged car from Mazda, tends to get overlooked but not today. Today we're going to dig into the details and I'll tell you why it's great and why it would make a solid sport compact performance sedan if you're into that sort of thing. Now if you're a real Mazda nerd, you may remember that the Mazda Speed Protégé isn't the first Protégé that got a performance upgrade. That distinction went to the 2001 Protégé MP3, Yes, there really is a car named after a music (laughs) audiophile. Which seems ridiculous, but it's true. So the Protégé MP3 was the first production car sold with a stereo that could play MP3 music files burned to a CD. So while naming it the MP3 sounds kind of dumb now, I guess it made sense 20 years ago, way before smartphones and in-car music services like Android Auto and Apple CarPlay. But beyond the audio system... The performance upgrades for the MP3 were pretty standard, including thicker sway bars and stiffer springs that lowered the car a bit. It also had specially valved Takiko shocks and a Protégé-specific muffler from Racing Beat that rounded out the performance package, in effect giving the MP3 a few more horsepower, but much better handling. Now, the frustration with the MP3 for many, including the motoring press at the time, was that the MP3 had a suspension setup that could easily handle more horsepower. So in 2003, the Protégé's final year before being replaced by the Mazda 3, Mazda decided to turn up the volume by releasing the turbocharged Mazda Speed Protégé, the company's first Mazda Speed-badged car. And in spite of being overshadowed by many other awesome sport compact offerings available at the same time, such as Subaru's WRX, the Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution, and the Neon SRT4 from Dodge that I mentioned earlier, the Mazda Speed Protégé was still a stunning farewell performance for the Protégé sedan. Now Mazda worked with some well-known aftermarket performance shops and suppliers to create their first Mazda Speed car. This included Callaway cars for the engine upgrades, Racing Beat and Takiko shocks for the suspension components, Racing Heart for the wheels, Sparco for some fun interior bits and pieces, and Kenwood for the audio system. Now, the engine upgrades for this final performance protege moved the needle the most for enthusiasts, Power for a stock-engine 2003 Protégé was 130 horsepower. The previous 2001 Protégé MP3 performance model was rated at 140 horsepower, just 10 more. But the 2003 Mazda Speed Protégé, with 170 horsepower and 160 pound-feet of torque, had 30% more horsepower and nearly 20% greater torque over the base model car. And that power came from a turbocharger system developed by Mazda engineers in conjunction with Callaway Cars Incorporated, who were known for building turbo systems for many high-end sports cars, including BMWs and Corvettes. Now, the biggest engine changes on the Mazda Speed Protégé consisted of adding a Garrett T25 ball-bearing turbocharger for quicker spool-up and a high-performance air-to-air intercooler for cooler charge temperatures and increased horsepower and that newfound power was then routed through a five-speed manual transmission fitted with a heavy-duty clutch and pressure plate. Mazda also worked with engineers at Racing Beat and Tokiko to develop springs, sway bars, and specially-valved shocks for the Mazda Speed Protégé. Mazda also fitted the car with something every racer loves, a limited-slip differential. And that change alone really helped put the power down to the pavement through exclusive 17-by-7-inch racing heart, five-spoke wheels wrapped with low-profile, 215, 45, 17-inch Bridgestone Potenza high-performance tires. And the end result was a sport compact sedan that could turn 0-to-60 times as quick as 6.9 seconds, according to the editors of Car and Driver, during a September 1st 2002 road test authored by Tony Swan. Now, in that same test, their spicy orange Mica Mazda Speed Protégé covered the quarter mile in 15.4 seconds at 91 miles per hour and hit 100 miles per hour in 19.4 seconds. Now, those numbers aren't fast by today's standards, but certainly they were solid performance numbers for their day. So we know this car is quick, but the Mazda Speed Protégé could also put a stop to the fun pretty quickly as well with its standard four-wheel disc brakes and ABS. Now, the disc brakes were sourced from the European Protégé and featured larger 10.8-inch vented rotors in front and solid 11-inch diameter rotors in the rear to handle the Mazda Speed's extra pace. Things were interesting inside the car as well with silver-faced analog gauges and mostly black seats with silver inserts and suede-like seat bolsters. And the driver interface was enhanced by an appropriately thick, three-spoke, leather-wrapped Nardi steering wheel, along with Sparco drilled aluminum foot pedals and a Sparco shift knob. And like the Protégé MP3 from 2001, the 2003 Mazda Speed Protégé went all-in on its audio system, featuring a powerful 450-watt Kenwood in-dash AM-FM receiver with CD and MP3 player that was also pre-wired to accept Sirius satellite radio. Now, this six-speaker system also included a subwoofer with a separate 250-watt amplifier that was cleverly mounted under the package shelf in the trunk to maximize storage space. And for security, the Kenwood system featured a motorized faceplate that disappears when the ignition is turned off. Outside, the Mazda Speed Protege features what appears to be the same or a very similar aggressive dual fog light front fascia and color matched side skirts found on the Protege MP3 from 2001. The rear wing is similar as well, but was changed slightly in the 2003.5 model year upgrade for the Mazda Speed Protege. Now, the two colors offered for the initial run of 1,750 cars were orange or black. Mazda called the colors Black Mica and Spicy Orange Mica. Now the later 2003.5 Mazda Speed Protégé, which featured some minor visual tweaks, was available in four different colors, which included Laser Blue Mica, Sunlight Silver Metallic, Blazing Yellow Mica, and Titanium Gray Metallic. There were 2,750 cars produced in that second run, for a total of 4,500 Mazda Speed Protégés built and sold in the North American market. And that makes the car pretty rare. And because of the limited number of cars and the extra performance provided by the Mazda Speed Protégé, when looking for a special edition car like this, you really want to find one that's been owned and well cared for by an enthusiast. That's the best way to guarantee that it will still be a Mazda Speed Protégé you want to own. So what should you look for? Well, like always, low miles is good. However, in this particular case, I'd say that condition matters more. You also want to look for a car that's got minimal owners, you know, one owner, maybe two owners. You also want to find somebody who's selling a car that comes with a thick binder of maintenance records. You want, as far back as you can, hopefully the whole entire, you know, life of the car, you want to have maintenance records for everything that's been done on that car so you know what's been fixed and what might need to be fixed later. You also want to make sure that it has all of its original factory Mazda Speed parts That includes, you know, the body kit, the suspension, the racing heart wheels, uh, all the parts on the inside that make it a Mazda Speed Protégé. If those parts are missing, the car's not complete, and you won't be able to find those parts easily on, you know, eBay or through Craigslist or something like that. So don't even think of that. If the car's not original, doesn't have all the parts, don't buy it. And finally, you want to find one that's still in its factory color. And the colors were specific to the Mazda Speed Protégé, the colors I just mentioned. So if the car's been repainted and it doesn't match or, you know, it's like, hey, I really wanted to have a red one. Well, they didn't make them in red. So you've just diminished the value of that car because the value really kind of revolves around having all the parts, pieces, interior pieces, and the paint color to match what came from the factory. Now, what about prices? What should you expect to pay? Well, it comes down to a combination of condition, mileage, and originality. But keep in mind that currently, these cars kind of fly under the radar of most used car buyers and even most enthusiasts. And frankly, these may never be worth the sort of money that enthusiasts are willing to pay for the more desirable Mazda Speed Miata that was produced and sold from 2004 to 2005. Those Miata cars are going up in value, and for good reason, as it's one of the best Miatas ever made, according to Mazda fans. Also, there's competition from other cars. Enthusiast drivers looking for a sport compact car typically look for one of the all-wheel drive street rally cars from the same era. You know, we're talking Subaru WRX or the Lancer Evolution. And in terms of front-wheel drive cars, oftentimes they look for a Ford SVT Focus or maybe a Dodge SRT4 Neon. Those would likely rank higher due to either being built in larger numbers or having more horsepower or both. Now that said, most people who've owned a Mazda Speed Protégé and took good care of it will likely know what they have and will probably ask a premium price. Now I did a quick price check on kellybluebook.com, kbb.com, plugging in numbers for a 2003 Mazda Speed Protégé in excellent condition with 80,000 miles and all the standard options that came on the car, and the top price KBB kickbacked was almost $6,700. Now, frankly, I think that's probably a little bit on the low side, and the market would likely value the car, you know, somewhat higher. Probably, uh, I'd say probably closer to $10,000. You know, maybe eight to ten, maybe a little bit more. But it's hard to tell because there aren't a lot of these out there in the marketplace for sale. Now, the one I found appeared to be in very good to excellent condition. The owner said that they had a folder of service receipts. And from what I could tell, the car had all the original pieces on it that made it a Mazda Speed Protégé. But the miles were high. It had 194,000 miles. And the asking price was $6,500. Now, is the car worth that much? Hmm, good question. Well, if it was me checking it out, I would want to go on a really long test drive, and have it inspected by a mechanic afterwards to make sure that there was nothing seriously wrong with the car. I would also want to make sure it had not been in an accident and didn't have any deferred maintenance that would cost me more than, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars and my time to repair. And if that was the case and the car drove well and I liked the owner, you know, remember, you're kind of buying the not just the car, but you're buying the owner. If you're talking to somebody who's really not knowledgeable about the car, you could be buying a problem car, so keep that in mind. But if that was the case, and the car drove well, and I liked the owner, I might make an offer and try to get it for somewhere between, say, 5500 to 6000 But if I really liked it, and the owner wouldn't budge on the price, I would probably go for it. But again, you know, there's just no substitute for seeing the car in person, driving it, and having it inspected. So the car would have to get over all those hurdles before I would step up and buy it, unless I just fell in love at first sight. Now, that happens sometimes too, but in this particular case, I think it would kind of keep my head clear and try to make an offer and get it somewhere around 6000 maybe a little bit less. But whatever you do, whatever car you find, whenever you find one of these Mazda Speed Protégés, do yourself a favor and just be picky. Take it on a long test drive, have it inspected, and if it passes all the tests and you really like it, then, hey, go for it, because a Mazda Speed Protégé is a special car that's fun to drive while also being affordable. And that's what this podcast is all about. So let this episode be a reminder that if you keep your mind and your eyes open, you can find limited or special edition used cars like the Mazda Speed Protégé that are still in excellent condition. You just have to know what to look for. These cars were worthy of your attention when new, and they're worthy of your attention now, especially the ones with low miles and one or two enthusiastic owners that maintained them and kept them accident-free so they can continue to be driven and enjoyed for years to come. So stay open to the possibilities, and you just might find one in mint condition. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode, and if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast so I can keep bringing you reviews about great used cars, trucks, and SUVs available at a price you'll love. And if you like this particular episode, but you're having trouble finding a Mazda Speed Protégé, you should check out episode 17 on the Ford SVT Focus or episode 29 on the first-generation Acura TSX those cars were made in greater numbers, yet still offer similar horsepower and handling for a reasonable price. And with that, thanks again, and until next time, I'm Gary Crenshaw, this is Better Than New, and I'm really glad you came along for the ride.